Hello everyone, my name is Aaron, and I would like to welcome you to the Walk with Christ podcast. Today, we're going to be going over our Bible study segment of the podcast, and this is going to be our seventh episode of this segment. Just a quick recap of what Bible study is all about. We're going through the Bible together for the sake of growth, for an increased understanding of who we are as children of God. We're going to be discussing what a segment of scripture is telling us, how it applies to our lives, going over any relevant examples, and if I have a personal story that's relevant to the scripture we're reading, then I may share that as well. I'll also be giving us the reading for next week's Bible study. If you want to read that in advance, you can do so. All right, so let's go over what the reading is for today's episode. We're going to be reading Psalm 37 from the Old Testament, and we're going to be reading verses 23 through 28. So a little bit shorter today, and God be willing, we can get through it a little quicker than last episode. I'm going to invite anyone who has their own Bible to open it up and read along while we go through this. Or you can get the Bible app on your phone if you don't already have it. It's very convenient. You can get it on the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. It's the YouVersion Bible app. It's got every version you'd like to read, and it's very convenient. I'm going to be using it right now, actually, as we read. Okay, so we're going to read through one time, and then we're going to go through with our guiding questions. Let's begin. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young, and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just, and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. Okay, so this is a psalm of David. David's reading, uh, singing this to the Lord as poetry before God, as his way of communicating with God and, and sharing his heart before our Father. So it's really beautiful. It's got a lot of imagery in it, uh, a lot of interesting themes. So let's start right back at the beginning, verse 23. And that verse says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. So let's think about what that means, that the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Do you delight in the Lord? Do you find pleasure in your relationship with God? If so, I believe that what this is saying is that God is making our our life, our, our walk with him firm, that we're not easily shaken or unsettled or put in a place far from God. Because we find our joy, we find our delight, we find our source of life in our relationship with the Lord, with our Father, through Jesus. And so he makes our steps firm. He becomes our foundation. It talks about how Jesus is the rock upon which we are built. He is a firm foundation. So if our joy, if our source of life is found in God, he makes our steps firm. That whatever comes in life, we're not easily shaken or stirred. We're rooted and grounded in love by faith in Christ. Verse 24, though he may stumble, he will not fall, 
for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So there it is. That's pretty clear, right? Though he may stumble, so though we may experience trials and hardships, though we may do or say something that we didn't intend to say, or though we may experience a situation and not respond in the way that we believe God wanted us to respond, we may stumble, may stumble, right? See how it says may not will, but may stumble. So though we may stumble, we will not fall. We will not be completely destroyed. We will not turn our backs on God. We will not abandon the faith in which we hope. We will stay rooted and grounded in love, unshaken, unstirred, getting right back up on our feet and following Christ. For God holds us up with his hand. It's pretty beautiful. Let's keep reading. Verse 25. I was young and now I am old. So I can't really relate to this one as far as some of you who are older than I am who are listening to this. But I was younger than I am now. But let's keep reading. I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. So this is David talking about how he's grown up now. He was once young, now he's older. Yet he has never seen the righteous, those who seek God, those who are in relationship with God, pursuing to share the righteousness of God in and through their lives. He has never seen them forsaken or their children begging bread. Well, that's an interesting idea. But let me pose a question. If we knew someone to be righteous, knew someone to have an intimate relationship with God and show who God is through their life, and we saw that their life was not in a good state as far as financially, that they had no home, that they were homeless, and their children were with them, and they were begging for food. Does that mean God has forsaken them? No, not at all. Though David here has never seen the righteous forsaken and their children begging bread, if we find someone in a circumstance where they are begging and they need help, that doesn't mean God has forsaken them. For God is good, and his goodness is not just shown through our circumstances, if we have a financially secure life situation, praise God, it's to his glory. If we don't, praise God, he's still good and we're still his children. But this is still something to hope for, that, that God does take care of our needs, that he does not even forsake our financial needs, and that he, here David's saying, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. And then I think this might be why. They are always generous and lend freely their children will be a blessing. Uh, there's another version here that says, the names of their children will be used in blessings, or others will see that their children are blessed. The message is clear. These people have received from the Lord and they're generous with what they have received. They're not being stingy with it, and their children are a blessing and have been blessed. That's beautiful. Because if God gives, for us he seeks for us to give it says as you have freely received freely give that's speaking of the spiritual gifts of god yet we can also see that with whatever we've received financially if we know there are people around us who are in need god be willing we can give something to help them we can give generously and lend freely with not expecting anything to be returned because if our first thought when we're lending is how am i going to get returned are we really lending freely as the lord has given us the new life we've received in christ freely given Anyway, let's keep reading. Verse 27. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. So repent, right? Because repent means to turn away from and to go in the right direction. 
So turn away from evil. Turn away from those actions in your life that you may have been taking or, or that we may have seen or been doing or those thoughts or attitudes or, or mindsets that we may know. Turn from it, repent of it, turn away from it and pursue what is right. To know God, to be one with Him in Christ and do good. Uh, the main verse of this podcast Uh, We are all created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Right? That comes out of faith. We're not made right by our good works, but through faith in God and through turning and focusing on Him away from evil things, we will do good. And it says, then you will dwell in the land forever. We can be sure of this, that with our hearts set on God, our minds set on Christ, and our lives following Jesus made new in Christ, faithful to God through his faithfulness and righteousness and grace. We may dwell in him forever. Whether we stay in the same physical location here on earth forever or not, I don't know. But P, uh, but David is saying here, basically, that the people are not destroyed. They're dwelling in the land that God has given them forever, that they've been established by God. For, and here's the reason why, for the Lord loves the just, and he will not forsake his faithful ones. I love how David gets right to the point. He's like, see this, turn from evil and do good, then you will dwell in the land forever. Why is that? God loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Those who hold true to the goodness of God, to his life in them and through them by faith in Christ, one with him in his Holy Spirit. And then there's a warning here. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. Another version, I believe, says right after, For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones, also adds there, They will be protected forever. And then, Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. So that's pretty intense, right? Because God is faithful to his to his loved ones, to and he loves us all through Christ as his children. But for those who choose to pursue him to be his children by faith and remain so, God is faithful to protect. And God is not one to leave wickedness unpunished, un, unaccounted for. There is a judgment. Though we have been spared the judgment of sin in and through Christ, we are called to live a life by faith in Christ that glorifies God and shows who he is clearly to those who are still in darkness that they may see the light and be saved. Unfortunately, there are some who may choose to stay in the darkness, having seen the light, choose to refuse it, or having been brought into the light, choose to return to darkness and It says in the Bible that there is no sacrifice for sins left in that case. And God is faithful to his word. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. And the offspring of the wicked will perish. There will be no lasting legacy of the wicked. So that's very intense. So how does this stuff that we've been reading, how does this apply to our lives? Well, it gives us that perspective of who God is and his ways, right? And how do we respond to who he is? Turn from evil, repent, do good, follow Christ. Trusting in him, right? Knowing that if we stumble, even if we may stumble, that we will not fall, 
For the Lord holds us with his hand, and he makes firm our steps, for we delight in him, and he is our source of joy and life. I think a personal example I can give of this would be really how I've grown up in God to handle whatever comes my way. Because there was a time not too long ago, after I had recently come to the Lord, where I was just so at the end of my rope, I was so deceived, I was so afraid, I wasn't sure if I had even come into relationship with God, of who I was in God, or if I could continue to be someone who pursues to know God, because I just thought, you know, I had made mistakes, and that I can't go back to a relationship with God, it wasn't good, I was totally full of anxiety, and fear, and doubt, and it was overwhelming me. And then God set me free from that. He, he showed me the truth of who I am through Christ. That I'm a new creation by faith in Christ. By the grace of God, by receiving by faith new life, Christ's life in me and through me. And that God sees me in Christ, holy, blameless, and above reproach. That I have been made new before our Father. And that's the purpose of why I'm here and why Christ came, that I may be a new creation full of the image of God, sharing and showing who He is, and that God is faithful to finish every good work He started. So that's that trust, right? That trust that David's talking about here, that the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in Him, and though He may stumble, He will not fall, for the Lord upholds Him with His hand think that would be a personal example that perspective that understanding has become strong in me through faith in Christ to keep me moving forward and pursuing him that though I may stumble I don't I don't believe that I've been forsaken by God knowing that I am who he says I am in his word by faith and through his grace he makes me and molds me and shapes me to bear the fullness of his image and love right on okay guys so we're going to end with that The reading for next week is going to be in the New Testament. It's going to be Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 15. A little bit longer than today's, but God be willing, we'll be able to get through it in a reasonable amount of time. So let's close. The Walk with Christ podcast has four segments that are posted four days a week. Monday, testimonies. Wednesday, today is Bible study. Friday is freestyle. And Sunday is praying or talking with the Father. And God be willing, all those segments are posted at 7 p.m. They're available to listen to right away on the Anchor uh, platform, which is what I make this podcast through. And all the other sites and providers get it about a day after or 24 hours later, like Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, etc. All right, guys, let's end with a prayer. Father, thank you for guiding us in this time and in this prayer. We're here reading your word together, hoping to know you more, hoping to grow in intimacy and in love with you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit to dwell in us and guide us in all things, in following you, Lord Jesus, and in intimacy and relationship with you, our Father and our God. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. All right, everyone, take care. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this if you feel like it's blessed you or inspired you in some way. God bless. Bye-bye.